Hey everyone, I hope you're all having a great week so far. But man, has 2020 thrown us for a loop this year or what? So many of us have been dealing with so much over the past few months that I wanted to take a second and ask how you're doing. So how are you doing? Like, how are you really doing? Whatever your answer is, I want you to know you're not alone. There's so many of us going through all of these things together, and you can't deny that trying to parent through it all adds another layer of complexity. So I decided to create a motherhood-aligned Facebook group where we could all come together in a positive manner. Discussions will be centered around the same things we talk about here on the podcast, motherhood, family, feeling good, and aligning our lives around what's most important in our lives. So I invite you to come on over and be one of the founding members of the motherhood-aligned Facebook group. You can find a link in the show notes or just head to facebook.com slash groups slash motherhood aligned. I really hope to see you there, but for now, let's get to today's episode. Welcome to Motherhood Aligned. I'm your host, Katie Weed, and this podcast is for moms on a mission to bust through the overwhelm and live life on purpose. If you're ready to feel in alignment with who you're truly meant to be, then you're in the right place. And if you're anything like me, then I know you're a busy mama juggling a million things at once. But we can't just let life happen to us and get lost in the busyness. We need to take the reins and live proactively. This show is about real moms focused on family, feeling good, and finding ways to not just survive, but thrive in motherhood and life. Sound good? Awesome. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone. For today's episode, we are going to tackle a really big topic. As I'm recording this, there are thousands and thousands of Americans protesting in the streets. They're protesting because today, in 2020, we are still divided. Racism still exists. And as parents, it's our responsibility to break the generational patterns of racism It's our responsibility to be the change and empower our children to be the change. I have a six and a two-year-old, and I've always prided myself on raising them to treat everyone the same, regardless of any differences, but I'm learning each day and realizing that I need to be doing even more. I heard this quote last week, and it made an impact on me. It said, it's not enough to be non-racist. We must be anti-racist. We should all be doing more. So today I'm sharing what I found in my own research on how we can talk to our kids about race and racism. This is not an exhaustive list by any means. I'm not an expert on racism and I don't have all of the answers. I'm just a real mom wanting to learn and to help other moms do the same. So before I jump into how we can talk to our children about race and raising anti-racist children, I wanted to share a quick story. Yesterday morning, we were watching TV It was something sports related. I honestly couldn't even tell you what it was, but they cut to a story about Michael Jordan and that he was donating $100 million to Black Lives Matter. And while I was blown away by that number, $100 million, my six-year-old who is obsessed with basketball players and the game looked at me and said, wait, Michael Jordan's black? He was so confused. He had never realized it. He's seen Michael Jordan at least 100 times on TV. And it occurred to me that all he sees is a really great athlete. Despite us having talks about race and diversity, he didn't seem to notice the color of Michael Jordan's skin. It just didn't occur to him to think about it. I want him to know that no matter what our skin color is, what language we speak, how tall we are, what our hair looks like, we are all the same on the inside and none of the physical stuff matters. 
On a side note, noticing color is important because it's important to realize even though we are the same on the inside, we may have vastly different experiences often due only to the color of our skin, and our children need to know that. And the reality is most people do notice skin color. It's natural. In fact, studies show that babies between six months to a year begin recognizing differences in skin color and hair texture. And while they notice these differences, they don't discriminate by nature. So one of the best things that you can do as a parent, even starting at this young age, is to expose your child to diversity. Make diversity normal in your home. The more it's normalized in the home and the more exposure they have, the more it really becomes normal in their everyday lives. You can do this through books, music, toys, read them books about children who are different from them, play music from different cultures, and buy them toys that look different than them. This week, I received a list of books from ChicagoParent.com that can help you explain racism to even your really young kids. The Colors of Us by Karen Katz is a board book that explains all the different colors of people using food, for example, French toast and honey. And while racism as a broad term isn't discussed in the book, it reminds kids that people can't be painted using the same brush. Another book recommended for babies through age four is Anti-Racist Baby, by Ibram X. Kendi. This book gives nine simple steps for parents to start their kids on a path towards being anti-racist. From seeing and accepting all colors to admitting when we do or say something that's racist, babies and parents can follow this list towards anti-racism. Again, that's called Anti-Racist Baby. And I'll leave a link in the show notes for those books, plus more age-appropriate books as your child gets older. And as your children are growing up, it's important that you don't avoid race as a topic of conversation. It's important to be talking about it within your family proactively. Some parents think avoiding the subject shows that race isn't a big deal and they try to quietly lead by example. But if your kids aren't talking about it with you, they are most certainly picking up on it elsewhere. And without an open conversation, they may begin to draw their own conclusions about racial differences despite your best intentions. So don't avoid it. Talk about it. So here's a few more quick tips for talking with your kids about race and ultimately raising children who are anti-racist. One, educate yourself and be prepared to talk about race-based events, both past race-based events and present. Two, encourage questions from your kids and answer them honestly. If you don't have an answer on the spot, it's okay. Do some research and come back with an answer when you do. Three, Listen to the things your children say. It's perfectly normal for your child to notice differences in people, but if you start to hear them attaching judgments to those differences, you should discuss it. You can ask them why they think that way and then teach them about stereotypes. Four, teach them what racism is and how to recognize it. You can have age-appropriate conversations and open discussions. I just watched CNN and Sesame Street's town hall on racism with my six-year-old this past weekend, and it was a great way to initiate the conversation and open up the floor for any questions that he had. I'll also link to that in the show notes if they have the replay available. And five, I'll end with this one. Don't make talking about race and racism a one-time thing because it's trending right now. I think it's more important than ever to recognize we need to be doing more. I know it's something I will be much more intentional about in my parenting moving forward. That's for sure. As I said in the beginning of this episode, the earlier you start these conversations and normalizing diversity, the better. But there has also never been a better day than today. Start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can. It's up to all of us to be anti-racist. Our children are depending on us and learning from us. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you'll head over to our new Motherhood Aligned Facebook group and share any additional tips that you'd like to add. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. If anything you heard in this episode resonated with you, I would be so grateful if you'd leave a review on iTunes so more people can find us. Also, check out motherhoodaligned.com for more resources and be sure to say hi on Facebook and Instagram at Motherhood Aligned. I'll talk to you soon.